Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 396 of our trek, and today is Wisdom Wednesday. Every Wednesday along Life's Trail, we will dig for the nuggets of wisdom that are found in the book of Proverbs. Today, we'll explore the first half of chapter 15. We are broadcasting from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. After a week in North Carolina, we are heading back to Marietta today, and we'll be staying there through Sunday evening to work with our clients and to celebrate our granddaughter's Aurora's fifth birthday. Late Sunday, we will return for about 10 days before heading out to Arizona to invest some time with our friends and partners, the Meekums, on our construction project in Mesa, Arizona. This past Saturday, we did have a wonderful time with Joseph and Emily Yego, who are Chalimo's parents. Sharing time and meals with them and discussing our plans for Leadership Institute in Kenya was very enjoyable. We hope to visit Kenya sometime within the next couple of years. Of course, the highlight of all of this was investing time with our mutual grandson, Caprono. To navigate all these future plans that God has for us will certainly take wisdom and insight. And there is no better place in the world than to study the book of wisdom, which is Proverbs. On our trek for today, we will dig into the first 17 verses of chapter 15. And the title for today's trek is taken from verse number one, which is, A Gentle Answer Deflects Anger. So let's jump right in. Verse number one, A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. There are many exhortations within Scripture about controlling your speech. One of the best ways to avoid or minimize a potential volatile situation is to respond with gentleness. It is very difficult for an argument to last when it is one-sided. The best way to respond is with a gentle answer, which will usually diffuse the situation. If you respond with harshness, then it will create an ugly situation where nothing is truly settled or accomplished. One commitment I made with Paula before we were married is that I would not argue with her and that if we had any differences of opinion, we would work through them rationally and with prayer. And after nearly 37 years of marriage, I can testify that this practice has worked extremely well for us. Verse number two, the tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of fool belches out foolishness. It is so refreshing to be in the presence of a wise person. When they speak, it is usually very limited, but very insightful and powerful. Their speech is full of knowledge and without pretense. On the other hand, when you are in the company of a fool, it is evident that they are just spewing verbal garbage and the time spent with them has little redeeming value. So choose wisdom over foolishness. Verse number three, the Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eye on both the evil and the good. God knows all things and he even understands the thoughts and intents of our minds. A person who believes that they can hide or get away with that which is contrary to God's precepts is only fooling themselves. We must be good and godly. Verse number four. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Similar to verse one, our speech should always be gentle and helpful. Then you will bring healing and hope to those who listen to those wise and gentle words. If you are hurtful or deceptive in your speech, you will end up hurting those who hear it, and it will bring damage to them. Another unfortunate result is that this will also hurt the person who speaks in this manner. Verse number five. Only a fool despises parents' disciplines. Whoever learns from correction is wise. A person who ignores or hates the discipline of their parents or any wise mentors is only hurting themselves and will continue to make foolish choices and decisions. Contrary to this is a person who welcomes and learns the wise correction and will, in turn, become wise. Verse number six. There is treasure in the house of the godly, but the earnings of the wicked brings trouble. If you do remain good and godly, your home will be filled with the riches and treasures that no money can buy. There will be an unlimited amount of love, kindness, and wisdom that will direct the course of your life. 
A person who chooses not to follow God's precepts, even if they do earn riches, will have a home full of problems and trouble. Verse number 7. The lips of the wise give good advice. The heart of the fool has none to give. What comes out of our mouth is a byproduct of what we allow to go into our minds. What we plant into our minds will produce the same kind of crop. This will be very evident by what comes out of our mouth. If you plant wisdom, then you will harvest and speak wisdom and good advice. If you plant foolishness and evil, then you will produce weeds of foolishness, which will have no redeeming value on those who listen. Verse number 8. The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but he delights in the prayers of the upright. God is not interested in our outward showing of being religious. He is only interested in our hearts and the deeds of service based on the proper motives of our heart. God is a personal God and wants to communicate with us through His Word and for us to communicate to Him through prayer. External religious trappings are not what God desires, but a heart that loves Him and others. Verse number 9. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but He loves those who pursue godliness. Continuing the thoughts of the previous verse, God desires all His children to pursue godliness, which means knowing and following the precepts in His Word. Those who refuse to follow the precepts are an affront to God as He desires our fellowship with Him. Verse number 10. Whoever abandons the right path is severely disciplined. Whoever hates correction will die. It is not a trivial thing to choose a different path for your life than following God. Since God is the creator of all, He has set certain rules that we are to follow. These are for our own good because He loves us. When we choose a different path, we will fall outside of God's guidelines and bring harm on ourselves in many different ways. If we choose to continue down this path, it will eventually result in death to us. Verse number 11. Even death and destruction hold no secret from the Lord. How much more does He know the human heart? God knows the beginning from the end of all things in time and space. Death and destruction never surprise Him, since it is permitted by Him as a result of mankind's general disobedience. If He knows all things, He knows the thoughts and intents of our hearts and mind in all that we do. Verse number 12. Mockers hate correction, so they stay away from the wise. A person who is foolish and chooses not to follow God's precepts does not want to hear that they are wrong. They are so adamant about that that they will avoid those who are wise so that they are not confronted with their mockery. Verse number 13. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. You can tell when someone is glad and truly joyful internally because their face will reflect a happy heart. The opposite of that is a person who is struggling with real hardship that permeate their very heart. Even if they do put on a smile, it will be evident that they are dealing with a crushed spirit. Verse number 14. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fool feeds on trash. This is a recurring theme, not only in Proverbs, but in all of life. Who we are or become is controlled primarily by two related factors, who we invest time with and what we allow going into our minds. If you desire to be wise, you will invest time with wise people and absorb wise information. If you allow trash to fill your mind, then you will become more and more foolish. Verse number 15. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Now I refer to this as an Eeyore effect taken from the Winnie the Pooh character. Unless there is a physical reason for it, most of the time despondency is controlled by what we allow entering into our minds. If you do get pulled into a mindset that is negative, then every day finds hardship and problems because subconsciously you are looking for it and expecting life to be hard. If you do change your mind through the washing of God's word on a daily basis, you will find that your heart begins to become joyful and happy. 
When this happens, then life will be much better because that is what you are anticipating. Verse number 16, better to have little with the fear of the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. Wealth and material things never bring happiness or joy. You can have everything that money can buy and still be full of turmoil. When you chase after things, you will never have enough. The pursuit of more things only brings more turmoil. If you find your contentment and peace with God, then you'll have all that you ever need. Verse number 17. A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than a steak with someone you hate. Most everyone loves a good steak or some other great meal, but if you have to share it with someone you don't like or who doesn't like you, it loses its enjoyment. It is much better to have a meager meal of just vegetables with someone you love. The enjoyment of a meal is largely dependent on who you are sharing it with. Today's trail is once again filled with so many nuggets of wisdom. We learn the importance of using gentle words when speaking to others. We also learn the importance of what we allow feeding our minds. These truths may take time to become habits in our lives, but they are so important. Make it a habit of incorporating these wise principles into your life. Tomorrow we will have another short segment of Wisdom Unplugged, where we will uncover an inspirational quote. So encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, creating a legacy. That will finish our trek for today. Just as you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom, we ask you to help us to grow Wisdom Trek by sharing it with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person when you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks, they are available at wisdom-trek.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Wisdom Trek so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. The journal for today's trek is available at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.